Welcome back to the weekly update with Garland Favorito of Voter GA, the tireless election integrity activist just darting around the country trying to bring integrity to elections everywhere. This is the Propaganda Report. I'm Monica Perez with my co-host Brad Binkley and, of course, our most special weekly guest, Garland Favorito. Garland, you have been busy. What's happening? I have. I'm not as tired. I'm not as tireless as I used to be. I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where would you like to? Well, first of all, the lawsuit is um, still ongoing. No uh, update on that this week. Uh, we have filed our motions and proposed orders and everything. We hope that the judge will rule next week. You proposed um, your ruling. Did your um alternate uh, your uh adversaries also propose a ruling well all all they said was that they are not required to show anybody the ballots under georgia law well which is true and that uh they basically are not permitted to under georgia law which is actually technically true however the point is that we've argued is that the the georgia law says the judge has authority to unseal the ballots, you know, period. And obviously, if this if this doesn't justify unsealing the ballots, what on earth right. would Why would justify they even have that? that? In, right. Why would he right. have that power? There so, would never be a time. Yeah, it was a pretty weak argument, and it, we had already addressed it in our brief, so I don't see how the court could rule anywhere near in their favor. Um, we feel like, you know, we'll get they'll be penalized for the open records request violations. And we think that we're going to get the inspection either now or within a couple of weeks when we open discovery. So it's just a matter of time on that. What's the um, earliest that you might get it? We could get it next week. That would be interesting considering the impeachment trials next week. That would be an interesting turn of events. Because <laughs> I hear that Trump is going to be arguing the voter fraud thing during the impeachment trial. Uh, uh, you mean the unconstitutional impeachment trial? Right, the unconstitutional yeah, impeachment trial. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, well, the second the ridiculously the second unconstitutional. Yeah, not just trial. unconstitutional, but illogical. Like you can't get someone thrown out of office who isn't in office, and that's what I'm, impeachment is for. I mean, it's really twist. Right. When you talk to an intelligent Democrat, say, or like true believer, blue person, but like an intelligent one. They have to suspend their logic to be able to say that you can impeach someone to remove him from office when he's not in office anymore. It's just ridiculous. You know my argument about that. And the 14th Amendment, if you're convicted of rebellion, you can't hold office anyway. So what they really should be doing if they want to keep him from holding office is actually try him. Why is it, why is it an impeachment trial? It should be a criminal trial. Right. Well, because they can't indict him. They don't, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to indict him. Yeah, for. right. Then uh, he would. Uh, then they'd have to actually uh, prove uh, that there was an insurrection where no one had <laughs> any guns and everybody made their scheduled bus at five o'clock. Like <laughs> the cops actually led people down. Oh, there's the Senate. There's Congress. <laughs> Whatever. I can't. Shaking hands on the way out. Thank you for having us. It was. It's so great that we do this live without any tags or anything because i i'm not taken down it's not been taken down from twitter or anything so we really get to have our forum here and we got lots of listens and views people listen to it on the audio there's a couple of funny yeah. things though one is you have a blank slate here an open forum not so on wsb <laughs> that's a shock. well uh yeah that's a shock so <laughs> uh yeah so um where would you like to start? Would you like to start with Mike's video or would you like no, to start I wanna, with WSB? That's going to be most of it. I just want to do a little bit of the fun stuff first. Oh, the fun so stuff. So what okay. happened? Did you call Eric Erickson on WSB and try to give him some information? Uh, I did. You must have heard about this. So, I heard uh, My brother heard brother, it. He called but, me. And people uh, were, you know, big snaps on tweet for Darlin, Garland uh, speaking uh, truth to power. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's, he's running out of power because it's pretty easy to get through anymore. He doesn't have that many listeners. Um, so, yeah, so it was kind of uh, funny. The day before, one of our members called and said, hey, um, you know, Eric said that the Ware County Dominion vote flip story had been debunked. And he, he had mentioned uh, me on the air. Somebody had called in and mentioned my name. And Eric said, well, no, that's all been debunked. 
And uh, um, that's just a lie because how could he think that? Well, he's well, intelligent. He's he, got researchers. He, well, he, he can think that because of the USA Today fact check. So he pulled that. So, and I'm, really, I'm, that's where he's getting his. Oh, really? Well, does he get those fact checks when they're talking about red state stuff, stuff that he says? Does he take the USA Today fact check as gospel <laughs> when it's some crap he's spewing? I don't think so. Whatever. Well, that, I never have good... said a bad word about him publicly, but I'm done. Uh, I'm done with that guy. <laughs> uh, so the dogs are out to get him, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, somebody alerted me that another person, one of our members alerted me that another person had called into Eric Erickson and mentioned my name and the work hand still. He said that now it's, it's all been debunked. So I knew that if I called in and to say it's not been debunked, he's not going to take my call. So uh, I was wondering how you got on. Right. Do you know so, who was screening? Was a female screening? Yes, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know who it was. She seemed like a nice person. Oh yeah, go girl. She's uh, good. Yeah, she is. So, um, so she, um, so uh, we got one of our friends, uh, one of our, our plaintiffs, actually one of our supporters, Caroline said uh, she will call in, and she did a three-way. So she got me on the line first, and then she called in, and. And, and I said, you know, well, you're going to have to uh, get by the screener. And here's the way you do that. You say, ask him for his opinion on some story, something he's talking about. You don't say you want to talk about this, that, and the other. And then he'll be glad to put you right through. So uh, sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So she dialed down. I guess it was shows for us. It came about 430 and bam, she went right through. He apparently didn't have anybody. She got the line right away. He's... Wow. All of a sudden, she's talking with him. And uh, uh, so as soon as he said, oh, this is Caroline. And I said, hi, uh, Eric, this is Gone Favorito. I just wanted to let you know that that story you were talking about, Ware County, uh, that has not been debunked yet. It actually was a vote flip. And here's how we know. I had the certified election results from Secretary of State's the published county results uh, for the hand count audit. And I had the, uh, the written confirmation from the elections director. So before I could even get through, you know, with, with just that little bit, he's saying, well, you lied. You called in as uh, Caroline. And you did. I said, no, I didn't. What? I didn't that was it. his weak ass answer? <laughs> was that, that, it's like Putin. It's like, so what? If the if the leaked emails reveal malfeasance, what do you care if I'm the guy <laughs> who get, told you about it? Like, that's such a weak argument. So, and, and, uh, knowing that we would suppress the truth, you had to slip in around our censors. Therefore, you are discredited on the evidence that you're bringing to discredit what we were saying, the truth that we wanted to suppress. It's a little not, it lacks journalistic integrity. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and that, so before I had gotten about that far, and then he cut me off, and he was trying to stop me. And I knew if he stopped me, that uh, that was over. So I kept going. So I kept talking as fast as I could just to get that little bit out. Yeah. So oh, we knew. And uh, and then he cut me off, of course. Uh, and then he pulls out the USA Today fact check oh, and says no. that it's so, not been, it hasn't been debunked. It's hilarious so, because this is a guy who acts like he knows more than the mainstream media. <laughs> Isn't USA Today well, the one that didn't made it seem like they contacted you, but they didn't actually contact you? Basically, yes. I, I wanted to read you my reply. Let me see if I've got it right here. I think I did. So, Eric Erickson here's uh, debunk conspiracy. So you, the USA Today, uh, that was not it. I, I do. I did print it out just for your show, and I can't find it at the moment. Oh, but I'll get okay. it. So, so I'll, I'll get it in a second. So USA Today said that um, they, they published they published my press release with my cell phone number on it, but they never call me about it. Never, never call me, didn't investigate anything. They stuck a note in our contact us box, which we look at every 10 days and said, by the way, we determined that your uh, story was false uh, because we, contacted the secretary of state and he said it didn't happen so and that and that's it no investigative <laughs> reporting nothing they contacted uh, the secretary of state the guy involved in in uh making this hard 
yeah yeah they they and and that was that was it that was the nutshell of the whole thing so uh so i wrote a reply and i didn't i didn't even know the usa today had done this but um baltimore post examiner did a long interview with me and they put that up there and uh uh, they called me about it and they said, I said, okay, I'll write a rebuttal. Uh, I'll write a rebuttal for you. And that's what I did. So I went there and I explained what happened. Oh, that's so, so great. And, and then, so I, I called up the, the, the lady, or it was Camille Caldera at USA Today. And I said, um, you know, uh, that wasn't right what you did. So, you know, and I went through the whole story and she said, yeah, well, maybe I made a mistake by not calling you. So yeah. So <laughs> she said, well, okay, we'll, we'll print your, uh, maybe we'll can print a bottle. I said, okay. Wow. So I said, okay, how many words do you want? And uh, uh, I said, how about 125? And they said, okay. So sure. I, so I got 125 jam packed words uh, for, for the, my rebuttal. And I uh, sent that up to them. They didn't ever print my rebuttal, but then they rebutted my rebuttal. So I found in out. print? Yeah, apparently so. I didn't even know about this. But I think Eric, it sounded like Eric Erickson was reading the rebuttal to my rebuttal that they never printed to begin with. So, what did I mean, their rebuttal say? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. It was, was just it? more more gibberish. Oh uh, right, gobbledygook. Uh, yeah, um, but you know, I explained to him I had a sworn affidavit with all this stuff in it. So and he whips uh, out the USA Today, uh, which right, right, is it, so isn't isn't a superior source for sworn <laughs> affidavits. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he's uh, savvy. Like, there's no chance he didn't. You know, he would never fall for that. If he I mean, was that's surface line. level stuff he pulled out. So he, he can, to me, it, to me, that makes me believe that there is a, the word has been sent down over there where you're not supposed to bring that up. Oh, he on, sends on the, the word up. Maybe. He's yeah. way, he is more connected than those people are, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was going to read you my rebuttal. Here it is. I said, no one at U USA Today made any attempt to contact me about our press release identifying a 37-vote flip from Trump to Biden, even though my personal cell phone was on the press release they referenced. If they had, I would have referred them to my unrebutted affidavit with three corroborating attachments and confirmations from the Ware County Elections Director and Dr. Earl Martin, a former Waycross uh, City Commission candidate. Instead, they chose to quote, unsubstantiated statements from election officials to claim the facts we presented are baseless. The USA Today based political, uh, excuse me, the USA Today's biased political agenda, agenda employs such superficial journalism rather than real investigative reporting that a legitimate fact check site requires. That's one reason why I dropped my subscription to USA Today and I urge all other subscribers to do likewise. <laughs> well, they couldn't print that. That's not okay. They're well, not going to do that. Well, the Baltimore Post Examiner printed it. So, wow, yeah. So, well. yeah. So, I, you know, bless their hearts. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so, so good. So yeah, that's outrageous. So did he? Did Eric actually hang up on you? Oh well, he cut. He cut me off right away. I mean, I couldn't talk for more than twenty seconds or so. So he kept talking about you after after he hung up. Oh, he oh yeah, he yeah. he talked about me for. Uh, I mean, I think he did a commercial break and came back and was still talking about me to try to recover that segment. What was he saying? Uh, that well, you're was, a good guy or a bad guy? No, he was reading the USA Today uh, fact Oh, show. like he hung up on you? This is, my father always taught me, like, you know, you yes, can't hold yes. a guy down and then kick him. You yeah. can't cold, like, that's not a fair fight. You can't talk about somebody after they're dead. Like, you're, you just can't do that. You have, you have to, you have the right to confront your accuser. So he literally, you were rebutting him. He hung up on you and then used his platform to just blah, blah yeah. on unsubstantiated stuff that you had rebutted and you could have rebutted in real time if he had just left you on while he read it. 
You, you got it. You got okay. it. Okay. And how I would like, I, I bet somebody could make me a montage of a hundred times that Eric Erickson has criticized journalistic integrity. <laughs> and he called you a conspiracy theorist, am I, didn't he? I, I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, he, he wasn't, he was pretty fair about it. He just, originally, he just said that when, uh, that uh, he, the, the story had been debunked. And that was when I called on. Now, what he said to, about me after that, I don't know. But he, he did accuse me of lying to him. He which, did or did not? He did. He did say that I lied. And to get on his show, I oh. lied. It's like, come on. I don't even want to be on your show, Eric. But, but he started it by, by <laughs> saying something wrong that you suspected he knew or didn't care whether it was right or wrong. That debunking thing, he didn't know. You know, you didn't. You were just trying to correct the record, and you suspected rightly that he didn't want that record corrected. Yeah, that's that's correct. And he uh, that was obvious uh, yeah. right away when he cut me off, and then went on, and then and, went on about you. Of course, like he, right. he you're allowed. I think it's okay to slither in under those circumstances, as yeah. my mother says. He put himself out there. Who puts yourself <laughs> out there? So. Well, here's here's what I did. So, in fairness. I invited the uh, the USA Today uh, fact checker who wrote this story to the show, and her name is Camille Caldera, and she's welcome to come in if you would like to uh, to dispute anything that I've said today. It will be an interesting show. She's you know, well, hopefully we'll get a comment from her. Right so. on, yeah. So, our door is always open any <laughs> Sunday afternoon that she wants to pop in. We'll give her the floor. <laughs> I'm very polite. I'm not gonna I know rude. you are. I know you are. I'm not gonna be rude. You're even you're even polite with people who disagree with you. I mean it's, it's I know um, that's why I actually was not a great a... talk show host. <laughs> but uh people like conflict. Okay, so um another thing was I got um many emails about you this week. One was that there that doctor whose email address I forwarded to you, he had been on Tucker Carlson. He had um is it was his name Dr. Dave Dave. I forget the guy's name, um, but he was looking for your affidavits. Yeah, well, uh, they are all up on VoterGA.org legal tab, right where they should be. If you go to the legal tab, you'll see our lawsuit, okay. all of the documents from our lawsuit. And right below that, there are the, all the affidavits. Uh, which sworn, tab is it? Which uh, legal tab, the legal tab. This is, okay. Uh, they're all still unrebutted. David Clements. Uh, is that the guy? Nice. Yeah, must be. So, uh, and of course, you know, my, you've got the press release tab. My cell phone is on our, all of our press releases. Oh, good. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I'll send that So to he can contact me if he can't find the affidavit he's looking for. I've got three of them at least uh, that are public. Okay. Um, uh, and then another thing bubbled up after our last conversation where people were saying, why, why is Kemp doing this? Why might Raffensperger be doing this? And somebody did suggest that those rumors were, uh, had some merit, those really awful rumors that that young man, Harrison Deal, that his, that his so-called accident, car accident that killed him on his way to Kelly Leffler's yeah. uh, fundraiser, that it was an actually very suspicious. There was supposedly an explosion. We know that the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation investigator, killed himself shortly thereafter. I mean, that was a crazy story. Of yeah, mm. I mean, really surprising. Quote unquote. Yeah, that's what they Quote say. Quote unquote. It's not believable given the guy's history and status and what he was up to. It's just not believable. Right. And then, um, but that that it was a way an effective successful way of scaring Kemp into just letting the election stuff drop. Uh, it appears that that's what happened. I mean, well, obviously we, obviously we can't, we, we can't prove that, but there's no other rational explanation for it. Right. That's but what's, people, I'm that's just what's saying really that's, scary. I don't generally like to spread rumors, but the idea is that there's buzz in Georgia that, that really is how it unfolded and and whatever i would i think it would be interesting to see some details about that investigation especially since the main investigator or an investigator on that team killed himself before giving us his mm. view on allegedly 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 yeah yeah right right supposedly yeah so i had that too 
Um, and then I had just a little clipping from the newspaper about a Georgia changes in Georgia law. And I wanted to just ask you about that. And then I want to dedicate the rest of the show to the video that is actually now playing on my phone. Hopefully it doesn't <laughs> disturb us of, um, the, my pillow guy, Mike Riddell, what's his name? Lindell. Lindell. Mike, Mike Lindell. Okay. So here's the question I have for you. Republicans in Georgia state Senate are moving to limit who can vote and how after Democrats won the presidential election. Uh, the, the Democrats say the GOP's bill, the GOP's bills are unnecessary, politically motivated, will suppress legal votes. It, um, it says it's going to restrict who can vote by absentee mail, require a voter ID for those who do vote absentee by mail, ban ballot drop boxes and block outside groups from sending out absentee ballot applications. Other proposals would end automatic voter registration when obtaining a driver's license and ban new residents from voting in a runoff election. Uh, while some of these proposals seem likely to pass, uh, some there, uh, Ralston said he wasn't convinced of the need to end no excuse absentee voting. So do you, are you familiar with this stuff? Do you? Well, yeah. So I get the two questions all the time about whether or not to end no absentee, uh, uh, no absentee voting and also the Dropbox issue. So, um, and we had unique solutions for both of these problems. So you've got the Democrat solution and the Republican solution. Well, we had the nonpartisan solution for both these problems. Yes. So uh, the absentee ballot issue, um, I, I don't think we should end it. I would personally like to vote absentee. I know other people would like to do it because we don't want to have an unverifiable vote on a system that accumulates votes in barcodes. Right. Um, it's actually better because it's a paper ballot. Uh, yeah, it's a real full paper ballot, and it's got all the referendum language. It's got the um, the um, all the candidates, including the ones you didn't vote for, so you can verify your ballot. So I think the mail-in ballot is is good. However, the issue is that the county shouldn't be able to stack up all of those uh, vote those ballots and then count them for a week after. So our solution to the problem was, let's just require the counties to include all of the absentee ballots up until election day with their initial election day count. And that way they only have one yes. day left to count. Right. Yeah. And by the next day they have, they have finished and, and right. we're done. That would solve the problem. And, and the numbers would be so small. Exactly, because it only be the only thing left Unlikely would be that. Unlikely to cause a problem. Exactly, you wouldn't have this big surprise that we had when you know the elections yeah. were totally reversed in four states. Even you know, theoretically, and, like in any statistical analysis, uh, if that if there if it was a random sample, like a random distribution, that last day should have kind of basically reflect the vote count anyway, like. Even so, if on that last day you had all votes for one candidate, it probably wouldn't change the election. But statistically, it would be highly unlikely to have all votes for one candidate. Although that is the kind of thing that happened this year. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, just and, think about well, it. It's it's almost impossible for something for it to be all one thing unless there really is a reason. Like it's an inner city area that's one hundred percent Democrat, and that stuff was sat on for some reason, but. Other than that, it should it shouldn't mess things up. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and we did see boxes of those too. I know. Yeah, some, I mean there some. was there, some stuff made sense, some stuff didn't. Uh, CE five guy oh, wants oh, to know oh. who you're rooting for. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm rooting for Mike Lindell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. I, I, let's I go. did live. I lived. I did live in Kansas City for a while, but I'm I, so. I, I, I suppose I'm supposed to root for them, but I don't know. I, I, I haven't watched a professional football game all year. I'm yeah, on the other no, side. I want Tom Brady right. to win just because Brady. everybody hates him. And because even though he's never political, he's accused of being a Trump supporter all the time. Maybe he <laughs> is, but I, I, he never says anything about it. Uh, I, can go, I can go along with that. Uh, but So, yeah, tell so, us about this video. Well, well, before we get there, I wanted to do the other the other thing. We talked Close. about drop, drop boxes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, drop, yeah. drop boxes before we go to the video. So 
you know, here's a solution, we think, to the drop boxes. You know, there was an issue, oh, it's convenient for the voters. We have to do this, and we have to go out and buy these drop boxes. We have to go buy cameras, all sort of stuff. Okay, well, our solution was let's just let the let them take the ballot, let any voter take the ballot to the post office. Everybody knows where the post office is. They don't know where a drop box is to begin with. And then the, the clerk can ID the, the person. So you have a, a verified ID, just like they would on another transaction. If you were doing a transaction at the post office, you required your ID, some of them, for charges and phone. Uh, and the cameras are already there installed at the post office. Then the post office can make a little bit of money off of this. So why not do that? Why do you want to spend taxpayer money to go out and, and all of these ballot boxes? Yeah. Then you have to buy get the cameras. And then you, they don't let you have the recording uh, of the cameras. We were up at, uh, I was up at the Unified Tea Party for a presentation last um, Thursday, just this past Thursday. And the founder up there or, or the organizer, David Hancock, it had tried. I love him. Yeah, you know, he tried to get he tried to get the uh, Gwinnett County's uh, videos from the drop boxes, and he couldn't get those. They wanted fifteen thousand dollars, and it took two months of arguing uh, to get the video. So if you had uncovered fraud, you know, the election would have already been certified and over. So. This so the drop boxes obviously allow for ballot harvesting. I right. understand that there was one person that had um, apparently had staked out the uh, a drop box and found somebody dumped in a whole pile of ballots on election eve. Uh, so the obvious solution to the problem is just you know doing it at the post office, and then you don't have to spend all that money. You don't right. have to have any harvesting. I mean, the post office so, does have its own laws about integrity and change of, you know, if they, if they find they're just, they have the laws, there are federal offenses to mess around with mail. Use it. What's it for? As a matter of fact, a tweet of ours sent us a patent for some federal uh, process for the post office to do um, wide scale mail in voting. It was filed in February, 2020. Did you see that? Oh, no, I, I think I, uh, yeah, you might've heard of that. It's yeah, because it, I think I it was clearly that. before anyone yeah. was talking about COVID interrupting the election. So I was going, I was going to back. I was I, all of a sudden I had a flashback to what Bentley was th- th- talking about Tom Brady. I thought we probably should never vote. You probably should never bet against Tom Brady. I think we learned that. Well, now we that learned, he's not. We learned that. that. Yeah. yeah, we learned that the hard way. So. Maybe it's Kraft who cannot be betting. <laughs> well, I mean, he went to a team that it. sucked last year and took him to the well Super Bowl if it's legit. So. Maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, so so this this um, video was very yes. compelling. Uh, yes. His name is Mike Lindell. Lindell, yes. Lindell, Lindell. the MyPillow guy. So he seemed like your classic uh, ethical entrepreneur, a guy who didn't lose his soul just because his business got popular. It's just like a throwback to my dad in the 50s and owned a butcher shop. And he, I mean, they really cared about their reputation, their integrity, their, their position in the community. If people were... Uh, had, you know, were fair dealing, like you wouldn't screw somebody over just because you could get away with it. They would never sue anybody unless it was really intentional, that kind of thing. And he just reminds me of that. Seems very authentic. Well, right. And he is, a, he, uh, if you know his story, and he's got a great book out there you can get for 10 bucks, but it's um, uh, it's from, he was a former crack at it. Oh, and, I yeah, and he and he basically his story is from crack addict to CEO. Uh, it's an amazing uh, story where he thought he almost died uh, multiple times. Um, uh, and awesome. oh, I think I think it was like over a dozen times. I think all together. And, and then he ends up uh, being a very successful entrepreneur. See, so mm. uh, virtuous living is good for you both personally and professionally. Yeah, I, I obviously so. So, so success. So, so that's great. So I was watching the video. Um, yeah. I only got about halfway through because it was very long, an hour and a half or two hours, where he starts digging into some real details about the various proof of election. 
fraud. And the thing that he titled it after, Absolute Proof, was the only thing that I thought was weird when he was talking to the info ops guy. But why don't you, like, did you did you see that? Did you see that part? Well, I, I didn't just see it. I was there. All uh, right, that, that's, that's where I was last week. Okay. Uh, Tell us all about now, it. Now there was some places I, I did not see they recorded after we left, but um, I uh, so I got a call Thursday night and they said uh, it was about eight o'clock and they said we want you to record your stuff in from Georgia and with all the other folks that we're you know from the other states and and it said can you be ready at eleven o'clock tomorrow morning and I said well okay. <laughs> Is Where it, was you, it? Uh, well, they just—I just got a call from from uh, from a, one lady that I know, and she said, "Can you can you be ready?" I'm you know I'm at the house, and she says, "Can you be ready in the morning?" I said, "Well, uh, okay," uh, but you know you, you can do it by Zoom if you want to. I said, "Nah, I don't want to do that in person if you want to do it." So um, they said, "Okay, Michael, pick you up." And uh, I said, "Oh, he's okay. local." Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. So uh, so she said. Uh, Pulls up no. in a helicopter. I said, like, you mean, oh. it finally it dawned on me. He said, you mean you're just going to pick me up in the plane? Oh, and my gosh. Said, and they said, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and of course, it wasn't Mike. It was his pilot. Right, so, right, right. So, you know, his pilot went around and collected all the folks from the different states. And wow. I was one of the last ones. Or Jeez. Next, and that's dangerous. Well, I know that's what I said. You I don't said, want to put everybody in the well, same little. That's exactly place. what I said. You want? God, you I should said, have gone. I said you want to. You want to. <laughs> well, I wore my cross. <laughs> you need a scapula. So, yeah. I that's said a little Catholic. I'll send you one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said you want to put us all in a plane. I think it might take uh, precautions for this. That's this like, like that's like, it's like against, a sitting duck for that's everybody. Against the charter of every place I've ever worked. It's like you can never have all the senior executives in the same plane. Yeah. Uh, and we had, uh, you know, virtually all the folks that you saw uh, were on the plane with me, and um, Doctor, you know, Doctor Shiva, all the folks from Michigan. Um, and we flew out. Javon has uh, joined us, and um, uh, so we flew out and flew back uh, at different, some of it, some of it at different times. So uh, Mike joined us later. Um, but anyway, we spent the weekend filming that. Um, there, and what I think most people don't know is that's just the tip of the iceberg. What you saw those first two hours. That's only the tip of the iceberg. I have an 80-minute segment with Mike. Uh, you haven't seen Javon Pulser yet. I'm sure he's got an equal segment. Um, and there's a lot. Each of those individuals that he interviewed has their own uh, probably hour-long segment. Were so, you in that later in the video? Like, I haven't gotten to your part yet, or your stuff is separate? No, they're, they're pulling. I think he's going to – I think he's. they decided to use Georgia and uh, – Javon's technology as a separate, uh, a separate subject, um, because this one focused exclusively on, as you know, Mike, on the cyber uh, security, and yeah. uh, uh, and with the Dominion machines. So, uh, and we did get into all of the tabulation errors that we've had here in Georgia, for with with the Dominion machines. But again, it hasn't it hasn't aired yet. So uh, there's so much more to come that people don't even realize, and they think this is. Uh, like a one-time uh, two-hour shot, but um, anyway, that's that's a little bit of the background um, for of what's to come in the in the video. Well, this needed to be done. Totally comprehensive stuff. But what derailed me a little bit was this info ops guy. And I wish Binkley, did you get a chance to look? I haven't at it? seen it yet. So, yeah. Russ Russell Ramsland, was it Russell Ramsland? I or? think so. I think so. The white bearded guy, his had a little. A oh, the one at the end. There, there no, was, was about the three point. of them. Oh, really? Uh, Phil Waldron. Um, uh, might have been. I'm. Oh, forget it. I'm never gonna find the, it. But anyway, I'm only. Uh, I'm well, like. Not what even halfway through it. And it was the first info ops guy. And he was talking about how the servers went through Germany. You know, the ser servers in Germany were stressed out during the U.S. election. And that was his evidence that 
these things were being housed and hosted uh, elsewhere. And I like that seemed a little weird to me because it, what might have happened is that all the U.S. servers were full or were busy with election stuff. And that pushed any kind of stuff that really didn't matter where the servers were to Frank. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have to be our election stuff. That was a weird wasn't enough for me. And he really focused yeah. on the fact that it was China, that it was what he called, and he emphasized the this specific jargon, which I found very interesting that he would, he called it, um, let's see. He said, he said it was a cyber unconventional asymmetric warfare conducted by peer threat nation state against U.S. government critical infrastructure. So the reason that's interesting to me um, is sounds that, familiar. yes, Binkley and I, the first video we did on Rockfin, which, or maybe the second, which is a platform where we do videos that would definitely get banned from YouTube. It's subscription only. So it's basically insulated. It's insulated from a lot of people seeing it, but it's insulated from getting taken down. And what Binkley showed us was a series of clips from the guy, uh, uh, some inf info ops guys. So from guys CyberCon, from an army military, army yeah. guy from CyberCon. Yeah. yeah. So there were a few different guys from different branches of government. They talked about whole government solution, this kind of thing. And they said that this was in 2018. And I think they were talking about 2020, if I recall correctly, that the election would be or could be used as a tripwire to demonstrate to the U.S. their vulnerability to certain foreign powers. And I think they identified Russia specifically, so we were on the lookout for that. Yes. Now it looks like it's all being focused on China because the, the script has flipped. So that They actually mentioned the China blue, in that also. But because the blue, because Biden won, not Trump, and it could have been that they were just ready for either way. But since it's Trump, now the enemy is China. China wanted Biden in. Prior to that, it was Trump. Russia wanted Trump in. But it seems very consistent with what they were signaling was going to happen. And that actually hearing that guy talk on that video you sent me of Mike's made me think, made me understand why they, they, the powers that be, if this is a full on psyop, they might have made uh, it so obvious that there was a problem with the election. And that that's why I'm waiting for the mm -hmm. other shoe to drop is what is their agenda for focusing on the reality of this from the military point of view? Yeah. So first of all, Monica, you're absolutely right to be skeptical. Uh, I was skeptical and I have been skeptical all along. And we haven't really talked about foreign interference on your show before. Um, and what I've told everybody, I said, if you if if somebody's claiming foreign interference and, and when I talk about real time foreign interference, there's two way to rig an election. One is to rig it in the preparation stage, which is the easiest thing to do in Georgia, because we, we prepare our elections from uh, a, a single source at the Secretary of State's office, and that's vulnerable to a single point of attack. Uh, you compromise that server. I think we talked about that before, Kennesaw State, and then you can uh, control every election machine, uh, every county for every election and every voting system. Um, so uh, this argument is more for real-time manipulation. So um, you're right to be skeptical, because what I've told everybody all along was that in order for you to have foreign interference in real time on election night, they have to be able to backload the results into the counties to make the totals match up, or either we have the county totals don't match the state, and one or the other. Um, so in looking at it, it appears that the county totals seem to match up uh, pretty much in the state of Georgia, although there are some questions regarding the audit that will uh, you know, maybe maybe go into in a future show. Uh, so, but what uh, what you haven't seen yet because you've only watched half of the video so far, and what I did not know because I uh, had not seen this until I actually went there, was the uh, fact that they have something data that was apparently from Homeland Security, which I think Colonel Waldron has gotten that, uh, and they show this in the second half of the video. And it is absolutely stunning. Um, you will see they have the IP addresses, source and targets for election night 
chronologically in order. And it shows all of these counties that got hit and all of the IPs for the foreign actors that uh, have uh, at least contacted uh, in some way, shape, or form the uh, various counties who were running elections. And I looked at the counties in Georgia and all of the major counties were hit by foreign uh, foreign actor and particularly China on election night. Uh, and they have coordinated some of these attacks to show that they uh, were uh, exactly at various times when certain nefarious activities happened like vote spikes or the deletion of audit trails and that sort of thing that happened up in Michigan. Um, so, so there is a lot of evidence that corroborates uh, what well, I- Well, let me answer this. Go yes. ahead. Finish. Uh -huh. Sorry. That, Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> is it not possible to mask where you're coming from so that if they didn't want to be traced to China, they could have done that? Well, yes, I think you can mask your IP address to make it look like you came from a different country. So and why wouldn't the per I'm saying that the info ops are behind it and that they made they were the ones who interfered and they made it look like China. Uh, uh, right. So there is um, actually I, I need I need our cybersecurity expert here to talk to you about that. Um, so I I'm not sure if you can mask across countries or not. Um, but There was a thing that was released in one of those WikiLeaks releases a few years ago. I can't remember the name of the, the file, but in it, it was revealed that the CIA can mask the cyber fingerprint of any other yeah, country. That was the Bill Binney reveal. That's uh, what Bill Binney said about the Russia thing. Like, you can't say mm -hmm. it's Russia because they can mask it. And if it really was Russia, they never would have made it look like Russia. Mm -hmm. Well, th this had a multiple, uh, there were a variety of countries that were. And then there's another thing is what if it's the U S embassy in China, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just, you can show me the pieces of paper and the IP addresses and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it, I would like, someone to explain to me how the U.S. government could not reproduce that because it's coming from them. Yeah, and of course, the U.S. Embassy wouldn't be talking to Fulton County. You know, that's... Uh, well, that's, but, that's, you know, my idea is if they're going to, if they're drilling down to that level, right? Somebody in China, you're saying somebody in China is talking to Fulton County, right? Well, right. And we do know of... Uh, here's the, what's of a concern to me. Uh, we do know that this has happened at least in one county. Um, and what's the problem is that these election management systems are supposed to be standalone systems, but they have wireless connectivity. And that much we know. So these new Dominion EMS systems have wireless connectivity uh, and they can connect into various smart devices uh, that are happen to be in the rooms. Uh, and then those smart devices can connect to uh, things like ChinaNet and so yeah. on. I, I believe that I'm also thinking that whatever's happening, if they're actually hitting those really specific places like Fulton County, which was on our radar, Binkley was talking about it since for a year already from ago from now, <clears throat> that that is some sophisticated understanding of how to cause this exact problem in the right exact sliver of a margin and the right exact places that I would think if it is a bunch of Chinese spies that they might have had to have inside help. Even if I want to accept the explanation that it was Chinese, there's still a thread to pull who's the inside job here. Well, that's right. And that's that's the point, uh, Mark. I think that that's even more important than who was the foreign actor outside what is equally and more so important is what your point, and that is why are our election management servers, uh, why do they have wireless connectivity that allows this to happen? Uh, you know, because they've been told, they've told us for years that they don't. 
Uh, we've known that they do because of the Kennesaw State thing that you uh, had on your show right. quite a few times. Yes, yes. Uh, so, which is, I still think, one of the uh, most amazing stories that we've ever broken. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, so I, I think the it, it, the jury's still out. It's not totally conclusive. But, but what is very disturbing is the false information that is coming from uh, the Dominion uh, uh, folks. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'll have to double check, but I think the CEO testified in Michigan that the Dominion servers do not have internet uh, capability or, or connectivity. Wow. And, uh, and you see a little bit later in the video, uh, Mark DiPerno from Michigan uh, pulls up the documents and it shows that they do, in fact, uh, have internet connectivity according to their own documentation. And we have found out that they we do have servers in Georgia that have internet connectivity, uh, which they shouldn't have. Right. Um, so that's that's all pretty interesting. And I think you're right. It's the what concerns me the most is the domestic complicity in this whole yeah. operation. Now I am being told to watch the whole video, which I <clears throat> absolutely will. The uh People have different opinions here. The CIA could have a hand in it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's very interesting, and I will check it out. It's a lot of stuff. It's not just one thing. It makes it complicated. Um, I did. I, I wanted to ask you this. So in in that, what you witnessed or your fingers on the pulse here, with those kind of guys, the info ops guys or whatever kind of higher level guys you over here, do you think that they have their eyes on any particular solution for the future? Because clearly they're not just going to think back at Trump v. Biden and resolving that. They're going to use this as a launching off point to make changes going forward. Do you have any idea what they have been suggesting in that regard, or they're not there yet? I think they're not there yet, Monica. I, I think the issue right now is that we have to expose everything that happened because the media is still in full denial that anything occurred. Yeah, no election. Right. Right. So full cover up. Yeah, exactly. A full denial and cover up. Well, no, no, that's starting to change because of that time article. There was an article in Time that said, well, we didn't really break any laws, but we got some laws changed. We used a little yeah. soft power. Like Normalizing it. They're it. starting to bring it out into the light, and that's, that's going to be the stepping stone to, okay, we're not conceding that Trump won or anything like that, but we all agree we need some changes in the election stuff. And there is that bill. I'm not saying that's the one, but they are they are going to change the elections and they're going to use this as a reason. I'm just wondering the devil's going to be in the details. Um, you're talking about H.R. 1? I'm talking uh, about H.R. Uh, 1, but yeah, I, you know, I'm not saying that has to be the vehicle. No. You know, you, there are always amendments and right. all that, but I don't know. I just that's where what I'm thinking is going to happen. So they'll use it looking backwards for civil unrest, but they'll use it looking forward. So what you said right off the bat, there's a single point of attack with the county or the state, with the state. Wait till that's federal. Oh, I know. That would, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be I the worst thing to happen? The worst. And and that's, I'm confident that by, you know, 20 years from now, this will be in the rearview mirror and there will just be, you know, a big box with glowing lights and it'll just say somebody's name at the end. The central scrutinizer has told us that this is the new president. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right, so, right out of, it's right out of Wizard of Oz. You know? Yeah. Behind, I mean, I just behind the curtain. Exactly. And then, and there's just nothing you can do. Like I used to say, and then when I met you, I thought maybe it wasn't this bad, but I'm going to go back to it where you might as well go into the voting booth and rub the Buddha's belly and tell him who you hope is going to be president for as much integrity as there was in the, in those ballot machines. Oh my gosh. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Garland, yeah. can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, bro. Did you get interviewed by a place called Lead Stories? No, I did not get, I've never been interviewed by lead stories. That was another false, uh, really? was that, is that the one about, um, 
Uh, it's uh, the headline is fact check dominion voting machines algorithm was not broken by test runs sequestered on sequestered machines in georgia and then it goes through all this then it uses your quotes to prove its fact check a- as though it calls you a trump organization for one it says it interviewed you and then it uses quotes from a guy named robert hurst who said he quoted you who it looks like they say they quoted i think one of our episodes we did with you. It's just that they're bending over backwards to um, make it seem like you said something you didn't. Well, uh, I'd like to see that if you send send it it to Um, So, so here's what did happen. Uh, There's a lot of false quotes that are on social media. So uh, when that where's County story broke, they said that, Oh, the Trump team had the machines and they did forensics on it. None of that ever happened. The Trump team wasn't involved. There was no forensics. We just took the certified election results uh, from the Secretary of State's office, the hand count audit published results from the county, and the written confirmation from the elections director that those totals were correct. That was all we needed to prove that the system shorted Donald Trump 37 votes and, and added those same 37 to Joe Biden. So again- They left all of that out of the article. (laughs) <laughs> of course. So so these guys are, you know, they're intentionally, uh, you know, they're anti-Trump people. They're intentionally, uh, pr- you know, doing false fact check stories. And uh, they put these things out. It's, it's just, it's unbelievable. It um, I, if I had enough time, I would sue these folks for defamation. But oh, Wynn Wood can help you with that. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I've never even talked with Lynn Wood. He might so, be busy uh, defending himself. Yeah, although they, I don't think they've sued him yet. Have they? I don't think. I, I would. I would tread lightly. Yeah, I think they're Fred. Guy. They're Fred. I mean, I just can't wait to see the discovery that they're going to have to provide exactly. uh, when uh, when Sydney or Rudy, uh, you know, basically try to uh, yeah, defend, be- def- defend themselves. I mean, they can't. They because truth is a defense of defamation. So right. They- I mean, that's right. They can't. It can't be upheld because um, they are not going to be willing to to literally open yeah. up their cloak and expose everything that they have because that's fair game. You know, if you're going to sue uh, somebody for a million bucks for defamation, then uh, they've got a lot of stuff that would have to be shown to prove that what uh, Giuliani and Cindy Powell said are false. Uh, so I just think this is all intimidation. I don't yes. think, I, I can't see it going anywhere. Um, and a and nuisance, it's costly, it's yeah. time consuming. And they're trying to salvage their reputation, which uh, they're right. not, it's not going to be salvageable once we find out that this these wireless connections really actually did exist. Um, so, you know, that's, that's very, crazy that the wireless connections just, would be used to me. Cause that's so hackable. It's just, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Garland, what did you learn watching the filming? That was a big surprise to you that you did not know before. Well, we couldn't watch the filming because it was in the studio, you know, that each, each individual went in and did their own piece in the studio. So we didn't, we didn't know what the other folks were doing. We knew the concept of what he was going to do, but what surprised me and just blew me away was what we're talking about. And that was all of the foreign connections into our election management or our counties uh, and uh, on election night. Uh, So um, that was eye opening because before I had been uh, a very significant skeptic, as you were, Micah, of foreign influence. I've always kind of been very uh, careful about that. And what I've been sticking to is here the actual tabulation failures that Dominion had. We can prove these. And here's the ballot issues, uh, stuffing the ballot box that appears to have happened in Fulton County and so on. Because you don't need to get into the conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter what's at the top of the pyramid. Right. And that's why our case has been successful yes. uh, so, and, and others have not. So we've just stuck to the facts that, that are easily provable and nobody can really deny those. Yeah. Interesting. Um, any other questions? Because then I have two things for you that are not on 
this topic. Okay. Well, I think I probably would like to end with um, I got I got I got some extra encouragement. You know, after doing this Mike Lindell thing uh, this past weekend. Oh, good. And and, and and so I was at church today. I was actually over at uh, visiting uh, Michael Yusuf uh, over at the Apostles, and he opened with this quote. He said uh, it was uh, from Luke twelve. He said. Uh, what whatever is covered up will be uncovered, and every secret secret will be made known. So then, you have what you've said in the dark will be heard in broad daylight, and whatever you have whispered in private in a closed room will be shouted from the housetops. So that was what he led with this morning. I, I, that almost brought a tear to my eye there because I thought that was so. Uh, so appropriate for what we're currently uh, doing with uh, boy, it would be the, great with this if election. This, if this is the moment for that to be true, my mother always yells at me for worrying about about the details here. She's like, "God is up in his heaven; it's all going to unfold the way it's supposed to." <laughs> <clears throat> so hopefully, it would also <laughs> unfold the way we want it to, which is just to shine the light. That's all. Awesome, Jersey, right? Just, she is from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Her parents were off the boat from Ireland. I'm from Rockland, which is basically New Jersey. So I have, they consider me a seed accent, apparently. My Brooklynite family thinks so. <laughs> so, but <clears throat> speaking of hayseeds, we want to have a meetup at Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna. And we want to invite you. You have so many fans, but you, when are you going to, when do you think you'll, you'll be able to let your hair down? April? <laughs> think about, I'm not kidding. I, like I want to well, give you plenty of birth. I don't have that much hair left to let down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty much falling out after all this mess. Sorry. Yeah. You're sacrificing for the cause. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that it won't go that long. I think I was telling you last week that, uh, I, I had prepared to go through the uh, inauguration, you know, so that's like almost two months. But I hadn't really prepared for another four to six month war after this. So yeah, so we don't know. I, yeah, I, it's it's tough. So I'm hanging in there. But let's hope that by April, yes, something, something so has after broken. <laughs> I'm not drinking during entire Lent, so we got to wait till after Easter because I want to have a cocktail with you. <laughs> so we'll wait till after Easter. We'll put it on the books. We'll try to make it a time you can go. And okay. I know you have to go. Obviously, your phone's blowing up because you well, probably me, told people you're ready at two. Nah, let me get, let me take care of that. Okay. All right. Can I just ask you one more thing? Absolutely. Totally unrelated to this. I'm hoping that once you're free and clear, you can come back on. We can do one more of this and you can tell us the truth about Nancy Schaefer. Oh, what do you well, think? everything that I know is in what I wrote. What you wrote. That was a great article. Well, it was yeah. several articles, right? Right. That's right. That's right. I actually, um, the only thing that I can add to that was not there is that I did get a call from, her grandson and was very grateful that I wrote those articles. And he said yeah. that the family all, uh, none of them believe the official story. All right. So if people want to look that up, actually, Binkley, if we're putting the audio up of this, if I send you the link to what, Garland's work on Nancy Schaefer, she was uncovering malfeasance and very bad stuff in the child services. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can include that. Yeah, I, I, let, let's, let's let's hold off another Sorry. couple of weeks. Okay, I can I can see them using that. If we that remove in this court. from the yeah, audio, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I can see them using that in court, and that's, that's fine. I can defend right. it if I have to. Let's, but but the the issue we can is, keep it among ourselves right here and not put that in the <laughs> audio. Well, well, you can you can. No, uh, no, it's, no. it's easy to find. I mean, no, no, you can no. bring it. Uh, I know that's why I it was, that, now I regret. So hundred people. Alex, Alex Jones, so, but I mean, yeah, I thought all so. over Alex Jones. How about your Ukraine stuff? Should we wait on that too? Wasn't was that your stuff or somebody else's who who um, explained about? Yeah, I who did was doing stuff. all that work? Was that I you? did? I did some Ukraine because stuff. you corrected the record. I had gotten, I had made just one little assumption wrong <clears throat> about 
which prosecutor they were trying to suppress when yes. you corrected the record. And I always wanted to oh, get that yes. and I never got it. So I was hoping for that too. I thought you got that. Okay. Maybe I did, but maybe it didn't yeah. penetrate. Anyway. Uh, I remember that. I remember calling down the show that day. Yeah. So, yeah. and, but I just hung up on you and called you a flake. And I guess that's what <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't really want to know the truth. Started reading USA Today. Yeah, just then I realized, oh, USA Today just did an article about Biden in Ukraine. I'll just read that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Garland, is there going to be more videos coming out from Mike Lindell? That's what it sounds like, maybe. Oh, absolutely, Binkley. So, uh, yeah, that's the key point. I think the key takeaway for today is that what we saw was just the tip of the iceberg of what he's going to produce. So we saw that two hour, that was the two hour overview. Uh, each of the, each of the uh, people that you saw has their own one hour segment. Wow. Plus they've got other folks like my, myself and Javon. We have our own segments. We have an 80 minute segment. Uh, I did an 80 minute interview with Mike just about Georgia. Um, and you know, I'm sure J- Javon did equal amount of time or close on his technology for ballot scanning and ballot uh, forensics. Um, so, uh, and I, you know, there'll probably be more folks. Uh, they haven't, I don't know if they've got, uh, Arizona is going to be a big story for the future. Yeah. So, somebody was asking about that. So, yeah. Um, and uh, the, uh, and we haven't even talked about Michigan. Oh my goodness. Um, I know that's the one. That, that's that, a big one. Yeah. That's so, the deal breaker. Yeah, so uh, the the great evidence on this overview about Michigan, um, I spent a lot of time with those folks, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a tremendous great. evidence. We're helping each other. I'm going to help them. They're going to, you know, we're getting help here as well. So, was Mike know. a great guy? Real authentic in person. Look uh, him in the eyes, and he's oh, yeah. all there. He's uh, he, you know, the guy's awesome. He's a Elon Musk kid. was tweeting about his pillow today. Said he can't wait to get his pillow that he ordered. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Well, you know, he's way behind. Uh, he's he's probably back ordered a backlog now because um, yeah, the when they it's what Binkley said. The underground is going to have its own vendors. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's right because I mean, uh, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond stock collapsed after they it went down thirty seven percent after they mixed uh, uh, Lindell's oh, wow. pillows, and then uh, now he did uh, told he did tell me that um, he has, his business has increased about fivefold since since all this happened. And he also explained to me uh, why my pillows are better than the other pillows. So (laughs) I am am going to, I've meant to have already ordered it. I probably can't get one now, it'll be taking me forever. Uh, but uh, I've been, he explained to me why I've, I've been sleeping on a down pillow and why I've been waking up with neck aches and so on, neck aches and so on. So I am anxious to buy a couple of my pillows. We have some, out. we have some because his mm-hmm. marketing is so fantastic that my son who has down syndrome is absolutely, he's like, you have to understand we can only use my pillow and he'll run around the house saying, where's my pillow? Where's my pillow? And I'll be like, here's your pillow. He's like, no, my pillow. Where's my pillow? It's very difficult to <laughs> communicate with this kid sometimes. <laughs> but yes, oh, we are good. already my I'm my pillow family. Yeah, I'm going to be one pretty shortly. Here. It's the least I can do. Yeah, yes. the guy's, he's spending his own money trying to save America. So uh, I think we can all help him out a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so now I've got my uh, I've got my watching for the day, hours and hours of election integrity stuff. So yes. I'll have more questions next week. That's for sure. All right. Great. That was so we'll- fun. People really look forward to talking to you, Garland. It's your charisma. It's not. It's not just. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, you it's, chill. You're laid back. Everybody loves tough. it. Everybody <laughs> loves hanging on Sunday with Garland. I, I bet people are just chilling out, doing their cooking dinner and listening to us chatter. And we're going to keep it going. Sadly, this thing will go on and on, but we will, it'll all culminate in a big party at Neighbors. Yes. I look forward to that. Celebrate your heart. And I'll I'll wear my katana and bring my ninja suit. See. (laughs) 
You're probably talking about my new ponytail. I know. Oh, What's with that? Is that a statement or is it just for yeah, Garland likes it? I want to bring some style today. Do you different. just have a ponytail, right, Garland? No, I never did. I didn't have enough courage to have a ponytail. <laughs> You've got the style, though. I, I feel like I could get you a bolo tie with that shirt. I'm not kidding. I didn't, I didn't look uh, like Biden on uh, the cover of GQ. <laughs> Because he's a I cowboy. Didn't, I didn't look. Uh, I, I didn't look masculine enough to have a, a, a ponytail. Yeah, there you go. It's like wearing a pink shirt. Like you just, you really have to have the testosterone <laughs> yeah. to do that. But <laughs> you, you've, you've got the Kavorka there, Garland, and we're, you're going to bring it to neighbors so everybody can see it. But they love to hang out with you, even if there wasn't a hearing this week. So we're going to do it again next week, if that's okay with you. Sure. Yes, Kurt wants to know. Are we? Yes, everybody loves you. It's so. It's uh, like magical. You got a halo on, buddy. It's because you're all you're fighting the good fight. You're the last person who is. Like, it's just really, I almost feel like you single-handedly kept uh, hope alive in Georgia. But it's yeah. not single-handed. It's your whole community, right? Right. We have a great team behind us. It's just, I'm just the front person. And 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 we're not actually the single most, uh, th there's actually Michigan is left. They have a very similar situation, a suit up there. Uh, a, a patriot filed it, and this attorney that you're going to see, Matt DiPerno, uh, is absolutely right on. Uh, the best segment on this two-hour video is the one that you haven't seen oh. yet. And that's a, that's Matt DiPerno's, uh, and then you're going to go see Mary Mary uh, Fanning's. It's just going to get better and better as we as you get deeper into that into that. Uh, uh, speaking video. of donations which actually it's very hard to sleep without a pillow so that's super sweet that he donates it um people can vote can people donate at voterga.org absolutely voterga.org uh again we're all all volunteer 501c3 all the money goes awesome. to le legal fees nobody gets paid a nickel at voterga which is all oh including gosh, me wow. including me i'm all uh yeah, you know, I'm making it on Social Security right now. So. Yes, my mom gave you a little bit of her Social Security this week. So look, for, look forward well, to that. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all share this stuff with your friends too. He's getting kicked oh, off. Oh, yeah. They're hanging video. up on him. They're misquoting him. So share this yeah. so people can hear from oh, yeah, Garland. That's himself. true, especially in Atlanta because people listen yeah. to yeah. Eric Erickson and. Well, just, well, just, well, just. we might we might have a little more fun with him next week. That would we'll be see. so great. Okay, until hey, the let next me know. installment. I'll get in on that. Oh yeah, Brad likes to heckle. <laughs> so on that note, until next time, thanks everybody for coming. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Garland, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, okay. See y'all later. Y'all take care. Bye bye. Thanks.